Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to episode number 74 of the Scottish History Podcast. My name is Owen Innes and this week we're going to be starting a new series. This little series is going to be all about the Isle of Skye. So join me for episode number 74 of the Scottish History Podcast. We are going to be starting a new series on the Isle of Skye. Um, so this episode will be um, fairly short in a way, and basically I'm just going to be kind of setting up the the basis of the island itself. And then as the weeks go on, we're going to go into more depth into the various different areas on the Isle of Skye that you may visit whilst you are there. So why don't we just crack on? The Isle of Skye, or just simply Skye as most of us know it as, is the most northerly but also the largest island of the islands known as the Inner Hebrides. There are 38 inhabited islands and there are 43 uninhabited islands which makes way too many to list, but the most well known I suppose would be the islands of Collinsey, Egg, Iona, Isla, Jura, Mull, Rassay, Tyree and Skye. Uh, there is, of course, the island of Elandonan, which is uh, just off of the coast. I did do an episode about Elandonan Castle, uh, but Elandonan itself is just the name of the island. So there's a new one for you if you didn't already know that Elandonan is simply just an island. Now, I have chosen to do a series about the Isle of Skye because I think, for some reason, that I'm going to be spending a lot of time there this summer. Uh, but recently it has been highly requested uh, through emails and messages and things like that. Uh, so basically, we're all going to be learning here, including me. So Skye is the second largest island of Scotland behind Lewis and Harris. Now, the islands of Lewis and Harris are um, in the Outer Hebrides, and although they've got two different names, it's the one island, uh, just separated by a mountain region in the middle. Uh, and Skye itself is 50 miles or 80 kilometres long and 25 miles or 40 kilometres wide. It covers 639 squared miles, which is 1,656 squared kilometres. However, there is no part of the island 
that is more than 5 miles or 8 kilometres away from the sea. It features many sites of natural beauty, such as the stunning Red and Black Coolin, the rocky pinnacle known as the Old Man of Storr, Kilt Rock and the ever-changing landscape of the Kurang. Now, around one-third of the island's inhabitants speak fluent Gaelic and the island features a dedicated Gaelic college. Now, the island was first inhabited in the Mesolithic period, probably by Gaels coming over from Ireland. However, the island, along with pretty much every island off of the west uh, coast uh, of the Scottish mainland, was invaded and ruled by the Norsemen between the 9th century and 1266, when the island returned to Scottish control with the signing of the Treaty of Perth by King Alexander III of Scots and Magnus VI of Norway. I believe I would have covered that all the way back in probably episode either one or episode number two of this particular podcast. Now, the two biggest clans on the island were the Clan MacLeod and the Clan MacDonald. Two of their castles still stand to this day, rather impressive if you do see them. You have the MacDonald Castle at Armadale and the MacLeod stronghold of Dunvegan Castle. Dunvegan Castle is said to be the castle that has been occupied the longest in Scotland, probably since the 9th century. Now, the main industries on the island are, of course, first of all, tourism. Um, no surprise there. But it also features fishing, forestry and crofting. Now, I think that we have covered crofting before, but crofting is basically very small-scale sustenance farming. Atlantic salmon and scampi are farmed in the many uh, fish farms that you will see along the coastline as you travel around the island. The island itself also boasts uh, red deer, as well as the ever-impressive golden eagle, uh, one of which I actually saw three weeks ago when I was there, and the white-tailed sea eagle, which is a rare sight, but worth every second if you do happen to catch a glimpse of one. Now, how the island attained its name has been a source of much uh, controversy, I suppose, over the years, and uh, no definitive answer can be given. Uh, so, Ant Elin Skianach, as its Gaelic name uh, suggests, but much debate has been had. Uh, there are those who propose that it means the winged isle or the winged isle uh, or the notched isle. Now, winged would make sense as it does have almost the shape of a butterfly to it from above. Um, the first time that this was brought up was in 1549 by a man called Donald Munro. He was the High Dean of the Isles. He wrote that from Irish it was known as the Wingit. Uh, so W-I-N-G-I-T. Now it's probably just being spelled phonetically in the, the writings, but the Wingit Isle would translate to winged uh, or winged. Uh, but this theory does stretch also back as far as the Romans. On the flip side of that, we have the Norse sagas that translates the island's name to the Misty or the Cloudy Isle. Now, these are the most likely sources of translations of the name. However, again, there will be no definitive answer as to what sky itself means. Now, the island itself, although small, is really split into two different parts. 
you've got North Sky and South Sky. Um, very easy and simple. Now, North Sky has a number of different peninsulas. These are, first of all, Minganish, which is dominated by the Kulin, which is the large mountain range, and Talisker Whiskey Distillery, for example, can be found in that area. Then we have the Trotternish Peninsula. This is probably the most popular part of the island, featuring things like the Star with the Old Man of Star, Kilt Rock, the Kurang, and the village of Staffin, where a large concentration of prehistoric finds are located, including a recently discovered rare fossil of a pterosaur. Moving on now to Waternish, this is where you will find the villages of Steen or Stein and Trumpen, where its church has a very interesting story to tell, which of course we will get onto in its own dedicated episode. And lastly, in North Sky, we have the Durinish Peninsula. This is home to the stunning Dunvegan Castle, MacLeod's Tables and Neast Point with its iconic lighthouse. Now, moving into South Sky, this is where we have Strath, which begins at the Sky Bridge. So that's literally as you just come over from the mainland of Scotland uh, and ends just after the village of Lueb. Um, after that, it then becomes the Minganish Peninsula. Broadford is the largest town in Strath, and from there you can head to the beautiful village of Elgol. We then also have the Slate Peninsula, or the Slate Peninsula, which features places like Aelin Armon, as well as Armadale Castle and Gardens, and the ferry port over to Malig on the mainland, and also features the island's newest whisky distillery called Torabake. Now, of course, one of the main regions of Skye is Portree. The town of Portree is the so-called capital of the island, and it is probably the best place to base yourself for exploring, which is hopefully what I would use this podcast for. So the plan is, over the next few weeks, that it is my plan to go through each area in detail and tell you more about the island's history by each area. I've decided to start in the south of Skye and work our way to the north, because that's the way that most people will travel to the island. Now the chances are you'll probably come over the Skye Bridge and down towards Kailakin and then head through that way, Alternatively, you would come in via uh, Armadale to the Slate Peninsula and then you would come out of Broadford. So that's really the south of Skye. So that's where we're going to start and then we're slowly going to make our way north as each week goes on. So that means that in our next episode, we will be travelling over the sea to Skye via the Skye Bridge from the mainland of Scotland from Kyle of Loch Alsh. So that's it for this week, folks. Again, I know it's a short episode, but it's basically just setting up the episodes which are going to come next. And uh, hopefully I will have that out for you again in a week's time. Um, Thank you once again for bearing with me over this uh, period of time. Um, I'm again absolutely delighted to be back here in my little studio recording a new episode for you. So um, I will speak to you again very soon. If you want to send me any further 
requests or anything like that, please do not hesitate to get in touch. Uh, you can do so via any of the social media platforms such as Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Just search for Scott History Pod or go to my website which is www.scotthistorypod.com and if for any reason you would like to help support the podcast to help pay for the um, the hosting fees and things like that, you can do so via Patreon and that is on patreon.com forward slash Scott History Pod. So once again, folks, thank you so very much for listening and I will speak to you again next time. <laughs>